0: Lovis, deep, safe Brown, it's it is caught! Touchdown, UFC!
1: And welcome back to the Cover 3 podcast. <laughs> I am your host, Martin Simmons, and... Alongside, as always, Tom Fornelli. <laughs> hold, on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me start over. <laughs> All right, you ready?
2: Yeah. All
1: right. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast. I am your host, Martin Simmons. With me, as always, is Tom Fernelli. And we have got, once again, another edition of the hot seat what are we calling this hurry, hot up, seat, hot hurry seat. up hot seat hurry up and welcoming onto the hot seat today a familiar face uh but certainly an outsider as it relates to this podcast today uh our, our opposition are 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 sitting on the stand we're gonna grill them we're gonna get into it chip patterson welcome to the hot seat are you ready for what's to come I'm prepared. How'd I, how'd, I, how'd I do? How'd I do on, on the <laughs> intro there?
2: <laughs> I I really it it sounded like you were playing through the pain on the welcome congr- <laughs> <laughs> like like I want to yell but I don't want to yell.
0: Oh yeah, that
1: is life. <laughs> and, not really a yeller, but I gotta yell. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I think it, I think that was fantastic. I think you should really you should really adopt some of that to your
1: future <laughs> communication. Uh, no, I'm I'm here to defend. The, really unnatural, but I'm glad to hand it off. Uh, how are we doing, Chip?
0: Uh, we're good. Uh, we are prepared to defend the number 20 USC Trojans, uh, a team that I believe will win the Pac-12 Conference in 2020, and a team that might be, might just be, a college football playoff dark horse.
2: Not Chip. Of course. Go Thank ahead, Tom. You. you say that you are picking usc to win the pac-12 in 2020 correct correct should i i'd like to point out to the court barton that chip i believe you also said last year that not only would usc be winning the pac-12 but that it would be making the playoff and did those happen
0: they did not win the Mm. pac-12 And were really overlooked by the college football playoff selection committee with all of its bias.
2: <laughs> so, so then explain to me, sir, why it is that Bart and I, and the good listeners of the cover three podcast should believe a darn word you have to say about the Trojans.
0: Because last year's prediction was made, you know, with the idea that it was going to be JT Daniels leading this college football playoff charge. And, and you know what? I was... I thought that I was tuned in to my visions, but I, I think I got I had the wrong quarterback because after J T Daniels went down with an injury, we got to meet Keenan Slovis, and, and once the season got off and running, like Michael Pittman was awesome, but I I'm looking at Graham Harrell turning down the chance to go and be an offensive coordinator in the NFL, him looking at Keenan Slovis, Keenan Slovis looking back at him, and they got lovey eyes for each other, and you know who felt left out? Old J T Daniels. He knew that he was on the outside of the love triangle, and he left. And that's because Graham Harrell knows that Keaton Slovis, with another year under his belt, and then looking on the outside, where you've got players like Amon Ross, St. Brown, you've got Tyler Vaughns, when you've got uh, what could be from a player like Drake London. I think that you know we talk a lot about the USC offensive line and what the running game could be with a player like Marquis Step. As I've been digging into get ready, you know, work on this preview and get ready for my time on the stand. I think I've decided that it doesn't matter that I, that if Washington state can be like a top 10 team in the PAC 12, uh, I think that this could be a fully unlocked air raid for USC. And as I'm looking at, uh, you know, a USC team that I think is going to take a step back and I'm an Arizona state team that has a lot to prove. I think that maybe Jane Daniels and the sun devils are the most competition in the division. And I look across the way you're, you're reloading at quarterback at Washington and at Oregon. And I just think that Keaton Slovis coming in as the best quarterback in the PAC 12 and coming in with a whole bunch of other wide receivers, a bunch of the other youngsters, this is actually the moment where USC's offense can peak. So instead of me trying to force USC into being something that it's not, it's like, nah, baby, we're Texas Tech, we're Washington State. We are the premier air raid location in college football. And I think that they're gonna win a bunch of games with some ridiculously high scores. But if Todd Orlando can talk that group into, you know, having that mindset, that attacking mindset then we could be dealing with a 10-2 a and two USC Trojans team playing for the Pac-12 championship on the first weekend of December.
1: Stick to the facts, sir. You got a little bit into your feelings there, talking about the, the googly eyes, and oh, I feel this and I feel that. Stick to the facts, and the facts tell me, Chip, that we should have no reason. I, we've all been burned by this Clay Helton fella. We've all we've all fallen into his trap. I'm curious with a new new defensive coordinator because you, you you sort of glossed over that defense. And I'll grant you, I will acknowledge the fact pattern that there is some high quality athletes on that defensive side of the ball. They have recruited at a high level, at least as it relates to their starting units. Beyond that, I, I I can't speak for, but. What reason do we have to believe, A, that Clay Helton is a changed man, that Clay Helton is is going to be the leader of men that we need him to be, that Todd Orlando, a guy who was cut loose at Texas because they needed a change, is going to be able to put together the defense that, that, tech, that USC needs to have, and finally, that there has finally been the development to where these guys are going to play up to their potential. I need to hear a reason why I should trust this defense because look, I will grant you that the offense will probably be able to score some points. Graham Harrell seems to be unimpeachable in this process, but I need to know why I should trust Clay Helton in that defense.
0: Is it, You should not trust the defense. My prediction is not based on any argument that USC will have an elite defense. It is fully throwing my hands up and embracing like a Big 12 style of approach and understanding where you are going to give up a lot of points. The stats are not going to look great and you just are going to have to rely on the athleticism of some stars to go out there and, and get you just a couple stops. But if you are all the way buying the ticket to that big 12 air raid experience. That's, that's what I see for USC to be successful is that it just needs to lean all the way in and get ready to win games 55 to 42.
2: You mentioned that we've all been burned by Clay Helton Barton. And I think we should change his nickname to the arsonist. Clay Helton, <laughs> he's just sitting everything on fire. Uh, Chip, do you have any concerns relating to USC schedule? Because They open the season with a neutral site game against Mighty Alabama. They finish the season with their annual rivalry game against Mighty Notre Dame. In between, from the north, they draw Washington, Oregon, their annual date with Cal and their annual date with Stanford. And their road schedule features road trips to Stanford, Utah, Arizona, the aforementioned Oregon game, as well as UCLA, although I don't know if we'd really consider that to be a road game, but... That's not an easy schedule to navigate. So, how much does that concern you with your prediction that they will not only win the that they will win the division in the conference?
0: It's going to get tricky, but I think that the loss at one loss between either at Utah or at Oregon is obviously the loss at Utah would be one that would be very damaging for their division title hopes. But I think that they could go and get the win at Oregon, and I am also chalking that Notre Dame game up as a win for the Trojans at the end wow. of the season.
1: Wow. That's
0: surprising. 10-2, 8-1 oh. okay. uh, in conference play. You're taking an L at the start uh, against Alabama, and you're losing one of either the Oregon or the Utah game. And it again, admittedly uh, – Losing at Utah greatly changes winning the Pac-12 championship, but I mean, I'm I'm looking down the line, and they do get Arizona State, which is a huge game for that division. They get that game at home. They get Cal, who you know David Cobb says is going to go like ten and two or eleven and one. They get that game <laughs> at home. Uh, they get Washington at home. I I do kind of think that there's a couple other key games on that schedule that end up breaking their way.
2: Who do you see as the... Can I
1: just say, oh, as I look at this schedule, well, I was just going to say, the, well, I guess Colorado I still don't trust, Arizona I still don't trust, and... UCLA.
0: There's no way you I, can you know, trust maybe UCLA.
1: Maybe Chip Kelly. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess I can't trust them, but like, it feels like this is a, a schedule that is getting tougher mm-hmm. by the year. Is that a mm. fair statement? Was answer him.
0: Was last year No, it does not feel like it's getting tougher by the year because getting tougher would imply that this team doesn't have the heart of a champion to be able to go out there and overcome it.
2: <laughs> that's it's a good answer. I don't buy it for a second. <laughs> a uh, all
0: right, well, let me let me kick it kick it back to y'all. Where where else in the Pac twelve South do you look if not USC?
2: Oh! Oh, look at this. The uh, witness well, is trying to ask us questions now, Your Honor. I you're object. on the
1: stand. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, uh, to answer your question, sir, I will say that I, I, I get what you're saying. I think. I mean, we've discussed earlier this year on the pod when we did our Pac-12 South preview that I think we're all a little high on USC entering the season. I, I, I think 10 and two might be a little little too pie in the sky, but I do think that if you look at the South, yeah, Utah's taking that step back. Nobody wants to believe in UCLA. Colorado, who knows what that's going to look like this year. Arizona's probably still going to be a mess. And Arizona State strikes you as that second team that would probably be USC, stiff as competition. So from that standpoint... Yeah, I, I I do think that there's a very reasonable chance that USC could win the South. And in fact, I will likely pick them to win the South. As for picking them to win the conference or to go 10-2, I'm not ready to make that step. And frankly, sir, you haven't convinced me to yet.
1: You're a real sweetheart deal here, Mr. Patterson. You are off the stands, off the hot seat.
0: He is Barton Simmons. You can follow him on Twitter at Barton Simmons. You can follow him at Tom Frannell. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. Gentlemen, thank you very much.
2: Justice was served.
0: You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7.